This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Christy Cabrera, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hi there, guys. How are you? We're, we're doing well. We're doing well. And, and we wanted to talk to you a little bit. Um, uh, just to start here uh, with this matchup, as far as the preparation has gone for UM, has everything sort of gone the way that they've wanted so far prior to playing oh. West Virginia? Well, that seems to be the indication. Every Everybody that we have talked to, from Mark Rick to players, say, you know, we've been able to do what you're supposed to do in a bowl in a bowl game situation. We've balanced the fun. They've done the theme park thing and, you know, the charity event and, and some outings here and there with the work. And one of the reasons I think that they feel confident going into this game is because some of the players admitted, listen, last time we were in Orlando in 2013, we were coming off that two-year – self-imposed bull ban, so we had a lot more fun than we probably should have. We enjoyed it a little too much, and they feel like, you know, there are some veterans on this team that were on that 2013 team that have said, listen, we're going to show the younger guys that if we're going to snap this 10-year bowl losing streak that Miami is enduring, we've got to have fun while we do the work. So every indication is, you know, practices have gone how they've needed to, um, you know, Mark Richter said he's been happy with just, you know, the work ethic and, and the effort he's seen. So, you know, ultimately, you know, they feel good going in, but the, the you know, the real test will come tomorrow at, at 5.30 when they take the field against West Virginia. Christy, um, you know, I really don't care about Yearby going pro or Njoku or any of this mess. Tell me about this charity event. They're, they're talking trash with it. They're, they're, Miami and West Virginia are talking trash at a charity event. Tell me about I read your story. I got to hear this. Do you want me to make it even worse and say it's a charity event for kids with life-threatening illnesses? Oh, I know, I know, I, I did. Know. You did. You did put in your story that some of the players actually spent time with the kids. They they yes, did. So, they so we did. want to say that. We'll get to the trash talking, Christy. I want to hear it. Well, I mean, there were at least three little instances that I saw. Well, one was a little one. The last two kind of, you know, people had to get involved. Um, you know, at first I, I was just walking through because it's a big, you know, resort area, and they have games set up for the kids, and players from both teams are milling about. And then I'm walking, and all of a sudden I turn around, I see, like, some of these West Virginia guys jawing at some Miami guys. And at first I thought it was a joke because I'm thinking there's no way this is happening here. And it kept it kept going, and all of a sudden, you know, I see, um, you know, one of Miami's offensive linemen, Sanyo Dagwu, who is – huge and probably one of the nicest, most outgoing, gregarious guys you'll ever meet. He just, you know, puts his arm around one of the West Virginia guys that was going, and he's like, not now. Let's, let's, let's walk away from this. Let's go to this. You know, there's a carousel over here. Let's go over there. And that, you know, I thought, okay, that's good. That's that's fine. And then the, the two teams are kind of gathered a few minutes later at this big courtyard for what was supposed to be like a friendly dance-off between the teams and you know, Miami and Louisville did it successfully in 2013. <laughs> Players literally just danced with the kids, and it was fun. But it was like, you know, 
it was like watching West Side Story because you had they were just glaring at each other and jawing at each other, and it was the most tense Cupid Shuffle I think I have ever seen in the history of Cupid Shuffles. And eventually, again, you know, staffers had to get involved and just kind of stand in between them. And then again, it happened as they, you know, Miami's leaving. They've wrapped up their appearance. They're heading to their buses, and as they're getting ready to head to their buses, you know, some of the guys start jawing. You know, at, at Stacy Cole, I saw a couple of them yelling at, you know, Mark Walton, and I saw some of the guys yelling at, you know, Cornelder even. And, and I, I love um, the line you had in the story. One of the West Virginia players, what, yelled at Stacy Cole, I'm going to keep you from getting drafted? That's great. Well, they were yelling that. <laughs> that's great. They were yelling that about Cornelder. Oh, Cornelder, yeah, yeah, Cornelder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's they were great. Like, they're like, we're going to keep 2 9 out of the draft. We're going to keep 2 9 out of the draft. And, you know, again, the staffers jumped in quickly to make sure it, it didn't escalate. And, and I did. I saw one of the West Virginia players. He grabbed one of his teammates and was like, listen, we don't get cool points for doing this. Come on. This is this is not the time or the place. So, you know, yes, there was tension, and, and, and there was a little bit more today at the kickoff luncheon. Some more words were exchanged as the teams were leaving. That is beautiful. Um, you know, but, you know, for the most part, there were people trying to, to keep it from getting worse. And, and Everything went as it was supposed to, but there is, considering these two teams aren't ACC rivals and haven't played each other in, in more than a decade, there's there's no love loss. You know, there's a lot of Florida guys on both rosters, and you know that can usually be just uh, it can just be waiting for the right spark to blow up. So. Yeah, that's, the, that's the best advertisement they could have ever done for that game, right, Bees? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's, everybody's going to watch great. this game now, right? Exactly, you know? I am. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, Today, I'll just interject real quick. Today, Dana Holderson said, listen, I expect it to be chippy pregame. This can be chippy when they're both out on the field. So, you know, and they both, both he and Mark Rick said, listen, we're okay with a little bit of this as long as it's not personal foul, as long as, you know, punches aren't thrown. But you want to have the competitive juices flowing, and these two definitely have the competitive juices flowing. Uh, Christy, I don't know how I follow that up, uh, but I'll, uh, as 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 a guy who's pretty much in my NFL world, I'll ask the two questions that are most important to me. One, uh, is this a Brad Kaya's last game? And two, should it be? Um, I think the expectation around Miami, you talk to people, is 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 that it is. Um, you know, I think towards the end of the season, he really was kind of leaning up in the air. I know everybody asked me, and I thought. I literally said it could be 50-50. You know, I, I can see him going. I can see him staying. But I think something has shifted over the, over the past few weeks, and, and it seems that, you know, a lot of folks really expect this to be the last one in a Miami uniform. Um, should it be? I don't think he's ready yet. That's that's just me. I think he could do really well with another year in Mark Rick's system. I think he can showcase himself. I think, you know, you saw towards the latter end of the year, he was making some of the adjustments and some of the improvements that Rick wanted to see in his game. Um, you know, imagine what it would do if he had another year of that. But I can never, I can never fault a guy for, for wanting to think about his future and wanting to think about, you know, if, I don't think this is a situation like Artie Burns last year where he needs to go and take care of his family. But you know, we all know how brutal this game is and how one game can end a career, you know, one hit can end a career. So, I'm never going to be one to say, oh, my gosh, this is terrible for Brad to do this. But, um, you know, I, I do I do kind of think he should, but I can completely understand why he'd, 
he'd want to go right now as well. Yeah, my only uh, point of reference is I was at the Florida State game, and he just did not seem at that point like an NFL quarterback. And uh, he I, got I, knocked around in that game. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's I, certainly, sure. certainly that hurts. Um, but I guess the uh, yeah, you're right with the the risk of coming back and playing and, and and having something bad happen to you. But the upside's huge. He could be the number one pick in the 2018 draft. He comes back and balls out next year. I, that does that enter into consideration at all? Um, well, we haven't had much of a chance to talk to him. <laughs> Shocking. Um, Shocking. Right. College. Yeah, it's they, college. Uh, they allowed us to speak to him once, and that was the very first day of bowl practice. And, you know, Brad said right then and there, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'll make my you know, I'll make my announcement after the bowl game. You know, my focus right now is on this bowl. And we haven't had a word with him since. I mean, he was even at this charity event yesterday, and we couldn't even ask him about the charity event. Mm. So... Um, you know, Mark Rick just said, listen, he doesn't want to talk about it. It's all you're going to ask him about. So we're not making him available. So I, it, it's almost like very few of us, you know, we've all talked to people around him and around the program and things like that. But getting the actual, you know, thought process from Brad, it's, it's been a little hard. Well, a little bit hard. Well, what you need is a Chris Perkins, who's our PFWA rep, and he would not let that fly in the Dolphins locker room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. It's a little different in college. You guys know that. <laughs> yes, it's a lot different in college. Christy, uh, first year for Mark Richt, if, if they win this bowl game, unmitigated success? Uh, I think so. I mean, Listen, Miami sold more tickets this year than ever. They improved the product on the field. The defense is just, I mean, you guys have seen that with Manny Diaz, what he's been able to do. And then you throw in the fact that they haven't won a bowl game in 10 years. If they go ahead and get that done tomorrow, that's going to be the first time they go really into the, the, you know, that last push before National Signing Day on a high note. And he can sit down and talk to these kids that are still on the fence and say, look what I've been able to do with one year with guys who weren't my guys. You are one of my guys. Let's see what we can do together. So, you know, I think it would be huge um, just if he was able to get that done tomorrow, and, and I know that that's what he really wants. You can tell. Um, it would be, you know, as, as good a, a first season as Miami could have wanted. And then, you know, obviously they're going to kick themselves because some of those games in October were very winnable. Um, but, you know, for a first-year a first year team and, and – you know, what these guys have gone through the last three years before he got there, it, it would be huge. And it would just give Miami some momentum it hasn't had in a very long time moving forward. Christy Cabrera, thanks for uh, thanks for being the spy on the scene there at this. Uh, this I'm hype. I'm hype for this game now, Christy. Right? I, I want to I see it now. This, this, is, this is outstanding. Great stuff. I love you it. got it, guys. Thanks right. so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.